Hello and welcome to the Grateful Podcast with Jack Wagner. I'm your host, Jack Wagner, and here we talk about how to build, create, share, and just find the gratefulness that's in your life and how to bring it to your everyday life to just feel happier, healthier, and better overall. When you're grateful for something, I truly believe that that just increases the quality of your life and how you're feeling with yourself. So that is my mission with this podcast. Chasing happiness does not bring happiness or purpose to your life, but chasing purpose brings both. Hey guys, and welcome back to episode six of the Grateful Podcast with moi, your host, Jack Wagner. And today, as always, I'm going to start off the podcast with talking about one thing that I'm very grateful for. This morning, it was really easy to choose, actually, because this entire week, I've been feeling extremely, extremely grateful for the work I've put in over the last month and how I'm starting to feel like I am finding my purpose in life. It just feels so clear right now that what I want to be doing is bring more joy and purpose into this world, and that starts with helping individuals find that. Actually... This morning, gratefulness led perfectly into our topic today, which is going to be the relationship between purpose and happiness, driven by the question of, should I pursue happiness? Something that I've seen a lot, uh, heard people ask, seen on the internet, and there's just a lot of debate about it, and I thought I'd weigh in on what I think about this. Um, And I'm here to tell you today that the answer is no. You should not chase happiness, but in a way, it kind of is yes. So as just about anything in life, the answer is not straightforward. And with me, I feel like I'd like to overcomplicate things, but I have reasons. So stick with me, and I'm excited to talk about this. Um, so what I want to start off with is that as, as I started the podcast with, this quote that I just thought of when I was creating this. It's chasing happiness does not bring purpose or happiness to your life, but chasing purpose brings both. And so my goal with this podcast is just to explain that quote to you and help you understand the meaning behind it and why it is so important and why it's true. Um, So when you chase purely happiness in your life, that often means that you're chasing reward. You're chasing the hits of dopamine and the oxytocin that make you feel happy, as we can say. In essence, you don't really end up chasing happiness, but rather this sort of short-term pleasure in the form of rewarding chemicals in your brain. And think about the ways that you normally chase this. You, if you're, I don't know, Let's say if you're a stereotypical teenage boy, you chase this by like playing video games for hours at night, hours at night, and then you end up not getting enough sleep and then feeling very groggy in the morning, right? So maybe you were feeling this form of pleasure at night while you were in the act, but in reality, it brought this long-term sort of consequence to your life. Um, It wasn't a positive effect. It didn't make you an overall 
happier, more joyful person, right? And so that's what a lot of this chasing happiness ends up being, right? We, let's say we know that uh, this food is not going to be, not going to be good for us or it's going to make us not feel a certain way. We eat like five Snickers bars or something, right? But we really like the taste. That is another perfect example because in the moment we have that feeling of pleasure, tastes really good, we love it. But the next day you realize, wow, I really wish I didn't eat that because this does not make me feel good. Now, to start off this debate, I think it's essential to define what happiness and purpose or meaning, I guess, what they really are. And the thing is, these are debates of time, right? These have been, these topics have been argued over by philosophers, authors, scientists, religions, and just about everyone with like a popular opinion over all of time where we write about stuff like this. So I really don't think that I can, that there is an answer or I am allowed, I guess, <laughs> to give you an answer because I'm in no way more knowledgeable in this concept than like Plato and like every religion ever and like neuroscientists and stuff. So yeah, but I'm going to give you my answer anyways, but I'm not saying it's right. I think that's important. Um, like the fact that there are all these crazy people, right, that have these reputations and have these opinions doesn't mean that we're not allowed to have our own opinions and like our opinions are still valid. We just have to realize that with the right to express ourselves and like think that we know something, we also have to remember that we could be very, like very likely we are wrong and we should be open to another perspective and taking into account other information. Just don't close your mind is what I'm urging you to do. Stay open. So the thing is, I have a different definition of happiness than anyone that I've really ever heard. And I actually keep this thought in my head pretty much all the time. And I've not had this idea for too long, actually. It's kind of emerged in the past few months. And the idea is, I ask my question, I ask a question to myself. It's when I'm an old man sitting on my deathbed, knowing I'm about to pass, will I regret anything? Will I be satisfied with my life and be at terms with what is happening? Will it be peaceful or will my mind be wandering, yearning over the things that I didn't do? Okay. If I can be, in, if I can be a satisfied old man in that moment, if I can imagine myself, yeah, I'm going to be very proud of what I've done. Proud of everything in my life. I think that is happiness. And I think that in order to... Be proud in this moment. I will have had to have lived my dharma, my purpose. I will have had to have fulfilled what I'm here to do. Now, on the purpose. I think that the Bhagavad Gita, I really didn't pronounce that right. It's an old religious text. Um, it's the base for many religions. Um, and I think that this text... I think that it defines purpose best. 
with its concept of dharma, implemented by many religions such as Buddhism and Hinduism. And dharma, very oversimplified, is in my understanding the path laid out for each human being in accordance with their skills, their purpose, and their passion. Your dharma is where you can make a great impact on the world and society, and it leads you to finding your true happiness as well. In Buddhism, finding your dharma is one of the most important tasks in life because without it, you can never really feel at peace and truly, truly happy. We all know our dharma within, is what they say. It's always there. We just need to find it, just need to follow our passion, follow find, trying to find what we're here to do, and it will come. And that leads me to one other thing that I'd like to touch on, which is the anxiety that chasing purpose has been shown to bring. I, like, I understand the feeling, uh, and I know so many people that have this feeling, but it really does come at this age where, like, me, I'm 17, where you're, like, there's pressure on you to find this idea, this is what you're going to do for your entire life, Um, you have to figure out what you want to do, you have to figure out what you're here to do, and that just like rushes this idea, I think, but and causes us to search in many places. And I see a find it or fail mindset in many people that's not really healthy on this concept of purpose. But it will come. We just have to trust and keep doing what lights us up. The thing is, is that I figured out myself, you're not going to find your purpose anywhere outside of you. Your purpose, it's in you. It's yours. No one else can tell you what it is. And in order to discover it, you just need to get more time to yourself. Spend more time with you. Listen to your thoughts. And you need to figure out what you do that brings you joy and makes you feel good. What you do that you're good at. What you do that... Just you think will help the world, right? And to figure this out, you need to spend less time scrolling on social media or with distractions or like maybe even less time watching and listening to things like this podcast right now because this is very helpful information and this is learning. But sometimes you need to learn from what's in you. You need to learn from yourself, okay? And if you're really looking for your purpose, you're not going to find it from other people. Uh, It's something that's just inside of you. Maybe not the exact way to execute it. Maybe that's not inside of you. Maybe you need help for that. But the entire meaning, the feeling that's in you, you know it already. And it's difficult, but you can find it and some quiet. Something that I did that really helped me, um, because I think I'm starting to find it, is just write. Write your thoughts out. It's really hard to articulate sometimes like this or organize your thoughts, but just write for a little bit. I believe in you. You got it. All right. So the most oversight, The most oversimplified but agreed-on definition of happiness scientifically is the presence of emotions and the 
the presence of positive emotions and the absence of negative emotions. Okay, cool. <laughs> Sounds good. I think we can all agree on that, but that leaves a lot up in the air. And I'm here to say that I disagree with science, but that definition can... I'm No, okay, hold up. I just said I'm here to disagree with science. I am not here to disagree with science. That is what I'm trying to say. I'm not here to say that I disagree with science, but I think that that definition can definitely be added to. Wow, I'm not saying I'm an anti-science guy right now. Um, <laughs> uh, I found an article by Psychology Today that talks about happiness, and there's a whole section about myths about happiness. And I think that one thing that is very, very important to remember is that there is a massive difference between pleasure and happiness. As I touched on earlier, pleasure is a short-term thing. And it's when you eat those Snickers bars, you say, you, ah, I deserved it after a long day. Or when you spend two hours going through TikTok after you said that you're going to go to sleep. Oh, but I'm unwinding, you say. You think it brings you joy? No. It doesn't. You're lying to yourself. It does not do that. It literally is just tricking you into doing that. You know it too, because oftentimes after we do things like this with short-term pleasure and long-term consequences, we get what's called a dopamine hangover. We've had so much instantaneous pleasure that now you don't feel too good. Your logical brain also knows that you screwed yourself, right? And I think that we can all relate to this. We can all relate to this. But do we stop doing it? Oftentimes, no. Oftentimes, we continue this cycle over and over and over because this is what we think happiness is. And we think we want to be happy. So this is what we start to chase. But this feeling is not healthy. This feeling is the opposite of happiness because it gives you these two polar opposites. It gives you these dopamine highs and these dopamine lows. And the dopamine lows are very similar to depression. So what you're actually doing is you're just chasing these two very polar opposites. And you're always in this constant state of inconsistency it's not what you're looking for it's not what you're looking for although when you eat a snickers bar play video games for two hours you might be feeling good in the moment these are pleasures that's not happiness don't chase it i think this confusion with the word happiness is why i often prefer to use the word joy so i do want to kind of switch that because i heard this quote by Simon Sinek. I think that's how you pronounce his name, Simon Sinek. He's a very popular like media figure. I think he has a podcast. He talks a lot about leadership. And there was a... <coughs> oh, okay, sorry. Um, he talks a lot about leadership. And he was doing this conference at a college, and some college kid asked him this question. And I forget what the question was, but... Simon, it was about happiness and pursuing his dreams. And Simon's answer was that you're not always going to be happy. You're not always going to be happy. There are going to be days where you're very unhappy, but you're always going to be joyful. And he compared it to being a parent and loving your kids. Sometimes you don't like your kids, but you always love them, right? So he said that if you're going after your purpose, if you're going after something bigger, if every single event in your day, you know, is lining up to get you to this other place, to get you to your purpose, really, to fulfill your life, 
sometimes the work's gonna suck. You're gonna hate it. You're gonna be unhappy. But you're always gonna feel that sense of joy. I'm doing this for a purpose. I'm doing this for a reason. That's why you keep going. It's just like when and like someone that you love, someone that you absolutely love is just getting on your nerves, right? You might not like them in the moment. It might be really hard, but you know that you still love them. I see that relationship within siblings a lot. I see that relationship with uh, kids and parents and even like husbands and wives, even married couples, right? But it's important to remember that they still always love each other. And we have to remember that we have that joy. We're still... Ha- we, when we have things that are aligned to something bigger, we have trust in life, right? That gives us that joy. I think to talk about this idea of purpose being what you should, ch- what you should chase in order to obtain joy, I'd like to talk about the story of Jay Shetty. Now... I don't know if you... I think you guys should all know who Jay Shetty is, but if not, I'll like, kind of help you out a little bit. You should check out his podcast on purpose. Um, I'm not going to give the best description of his story because obviously I'm not him. Never met him. But if you want to find that, you should check out his podcast on purpose or his book, Think Like a Monk, which I'm currently reading. Very, very good, and I highly recommend. Um, but he's one of the most popular, I think, individuals in the self-improvement or whatever, like, you want to call it, really, just getting better community online, and I think he's helped millions of people. He is one of the number one podcasts in the world. Really inspiring guy, and the reason I'm going to talk about him is because when Jake graduated college, he made the decision to become a monk instead of going off and getting high-paying job because being a monk ended up being his calling every summer during college he interned at like a busy business law firm something like that it would it was something like that where he was interning at a place where everyone around him made really high salaries and it was busy bustling and the other month of the summer he spent in india on the floor with monks And so when he graduated college, he had these two decisions, or he had this one decision, two things to decide between, and he ended up choosing monkhood, and he became very, very happy at the ashram, and I'm skipping over so many details, right, Um, but you can go find this story, because it's very, very interesting on his podcast or in his book, Um, but one day at the ashram, after three years there, he realized that his real calling, it came from the monkhood a little bit with that knowledge, but it was actually to spread the knowledge that he was learning. He really wanted to get the knowledge out there. He thought that people needed to know this. This is so important. Everything I'm learning is so true. These eternal truths, I feel so at peace and happy and joyful, all of this. And he realized, okay, this is what I have to do. So he abandoned his comfort and happiness at the ashram, which is weird to say because it's not comfortable sleeping on the floor and stuff, but he'd become very um, used to it there, I guess. And he said this was the most difficult decision of his life, leaving. Um, But it was to chase his purpose of making wisdom go viral. 
that he ended up saying, and that's the slogan for his podcast. And a lot of the time that he was trying to make his dream come true was very, very difficult. He moved around. He failed a lot. People, he would give talks and no one would show up. But he found joy in the process of it because it was his dharma. And it made him happy to be chasing his purpose. If we can, what we can learn from this is that when we chase purpose, oftentimes it leaves us to feel, feel more fulfilled in life. No matter the struggles we face, we feel like we're doing it for a reason. It, um, it brings us to just feel more joyful in the process of chasing a purpose, whether or not the experiences are happening And whether or not we're happy, we're not going to feel happy every single day. But if we can realize that what we're doing is a part of something bigger, and there's value in what we're doing in every single event, whether they seem mundane and boring, whether we think there's no purpose, but if we see value, if we say this is actually bringing us closer, or this is a part of the process of our purpose you're going to feel more joyful. And in the end, it'll also bring more of what we call happiness. I think that it is important to feel happy more than you don't feel happy, right? I don't want to skip over that, that process of happiness where you go to bed and you're like, man, nice. But sometimes you have to do the hard things that you don't like. And you just have to find the joy in that. Uh, that's just so important. Like most episodes, I want to end with a little snippet from my life and how I can relate to this. So as of recently, I've been beginning to feel very purposeful in my life. And it only came after a period of feeling like I couldn't find what it was. I think that's something that I want all of you to take to heart that after the times where maybe you feel the most lost or the most confused, that's when you'll figure it out. To calm before the storm, or the storm before the calm, rather. And just trust. You just got to trust. Because what I realize is I was trying to search a lot. I was trying to search exterior to myself. Listen to a lot of podcasts, read a lot of books, watch a lot of videos, right? Really trying to figure out what I wanted to do by doing that. But that really implements society's ideas on me. Those aren't my real ideas. It's not really who I am. This talks, this is very... This is very related to the podcast I did where I said we need to spend more time with ourselves because that's exactly what I did. This action of trying to find my purpose in myself is what inspired that podcast as well. And this self-reflection time, I took a lot of it. And I just realized I needed to dig deep and find out what really lights me up 
And so what I did was I wrote. Just writing, writing, writing. Articulating my thoughts one at a time. I would say my needs, my skills, what I love. I would say what I want to do. And I was kind of just going. And I wrote pages, right? And just from one thought to the next, how could I link them together? How could I link my wants, my skill, all of that? And again, I don't really have a clear path is what I realized. I realized that's okay. I just realized I came to the idea that what I want is to help other people become joyful. Help other people become grateful for their lives and trust in life and realize it's all going to work out. Because once I started doing that, I, it's hard to explain how I feel. But I just feel so amazing. And I want other people to feel so amazing because I think that would make the world so much better. And like, people deserve to feel like this. I know that so many people out there don't. So that's what I ended up realizing. And I realized as well that it's okay not to have a clear path because you have to live in the present and take the opportunities that come that you cannot predict. And that's a lot of times a part of following your dharma is living in the present spontaneously and just being open to different opportunities. So, I hope that you guys have learned something from this and that you can try to find your purpose now and chase your purpose for joy. Because the message of this podcast is not to say, don't be happy. It's to say that directly chasing, chasing happiness is often not going to bring you happiness, but chasing a fulfilled life where you have meaning in the mundane things in the hard things, that's going to bring you real joy. All right. As always, thank you for watching or listening. However you consume this podcast, I'll see you next Monday for the next episode. Thank you. I love you all. Bye. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode of the Grateful Podcast with Jack Wagner. If you like the podcast and would like to support its growth, please consider subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check out my YouTube channel under my name and see all of the positive content that I've put out there. Thank you so much, and I hope to get to see you next week. Love you all. Bye.